saved this morning, uh, you can truly say that, understand and identify with that uh, message in song. That, uh, and I hope that also that you love him more today than you did at the beginning of this year. And as you come to the end of this year, he's been wonderful to you and uh, so good to us in so many ways. Psalm 89, if you're able to stand with me as we read just a few of the scriptures, uh, uh, verses of this psalm. And I want you to notice a word that I'm going to point out to us here this morning and uh, in the midst of this psalm. Psalm 89, verse number 1, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. For I have said mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shalt thou establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David, my servant, thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations, Selah. And the heavens shall praise thy wonders, O Lord, thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Uh, more wonderful, isn't he, as we heard in song. Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee or to thy faithfulness round about thee? I want you to skip to verse number 24 uh, of David. God said, but my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him and in my name shall his horn be exalted in verse number 33 of this psalm. Verse 33, nevertheless, as he speaks of David, my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him, nor suffer my faithfulness to fail. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. And what we're going to examine this morning is God's faithfulness. And I mentioned that um, our theme for 2024 will be celebrating 50 years of God's goodness and have chosen for a theme verse for us in this coming year verse number one if you'll go back of Psalm 89 I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever with my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations one thing that we can say of the Lord is he's faithful I think this is one of the characteristics, the attributes of God. This morning in our Sunday school class, we dealt with the holiness of God, the justice of God, the righteousness of God, and God in, in holiness is a God of wrath. Uh, but one of the attributes or characteristics of God is God is faithful. He's a faithful God. And we're going to look at that, apply that to 50 years of God's goodness and look forward to the future and what God has for us. If you'll uh, share it with me, and let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning, and uh, let's ask the Lord today. We so need the Lord. We need His guidance, His help, His direction this morning, and would we take some time just to yield to Him today. Father, uh, You're faithful. Thank You for Your faithfulness, and uh, we see that faithfulness evidenced all about us. And God, I pray here this morning, I, I'm always grateful. You know every heart, every need. And Lord, it's not by accident that any individual is here this morning. And Lord, I pray this morning you would take your word and minister your word at the very point of need. Lord, would you exalt yourself this morning 
And Lord, help us to bow the knee before you and to give you your rightful position in our lives. Lord, we pray these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. And you may be seated this morning. And we've uh, chosen as a theme for this coming year, celebrating 50 years of God's goodness. And we're going to be doing a lot of uh, different uh, things through the year. Uh, we're planning a, a very special missions conference that will be in the month of April. And as we look back on 50 years of celebrating uh, missionaries and, and being involved in missions endeavors all over the world. And, and today, literally, uh, Valley Bible Baptist, the sun never goes down upon the ministry of this church because of missionaries that you have been faithful to support, but it's been because of God's faithfulness. Uh, we're going to have a very special day, the Sunday before Thanksgiving, celebrating 50 years of God's goodness unto us, and that will be a special uh, Thanksgiving celebration for us here at Valley Bible Baptist Church. And uh, we have other things, a revival meeting, various things that are going to be scheduled, just looking at God's faithfulness. And as I said, a theme verse, uh, verse number one of Psalm 89, and making known God's faithfulness. And as you look at Psalm 89, Psalm 89 is, is a psalm celebrating the faithfulness of God. And uh, as very clear through this psalm, God is always faithful. Now let me give you a, a definition of faithfulness. By faithfulness, uh, we mean that God is always faithful. He adheres to duty. He's true. He's loyal. He's true uh, to allegiance. He's constant in the performance of his duties or services. God is true to his word. He's true to his promises. He's true to his vows. God is reliable. He's sure. He's trustworthy. God is all of this. He is faithful in every capacity. This psalm expresses so well the faithfulness of God. God is always faithful. And our job as his people is to brag on his faithfulness. As the psalmist declares in verse number one, with my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. Uh, basically, the psalmist is looking back on what God has done, and he says, I, I want to declare God's faithfulness to all generations. I want to make known the blessings, the goodness of God to my posterity, to future generations. And I want to declare the faithfulness of God to others. And in Valley Bible Baptist, we're going to come to that at the end of this, uh, this service today. May we never lose vision of why God has placed us here as a church. And God has been faithful to us, and God has called us to faithfulness to Him. Now, I was thinking here <clears throat> recently, <clears throat> the children of Israel, when God brought them out of the land of Egypt, as they came to the brink of the promised land, they crossed the Jordan River to enter into the promised land. Uh, they took 12 stones out of the river Jordan. And they carried them to the other side, to the Canaan side of the Jordan River. And they placed these stones as a monument there for future generations. In Joshua chapter 4, verses 21 through 24, Joshua is giving a word to the nation. And he spake unto the children of Israel, saying, When your children shall ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean these stones? Then ye shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over this Jordan by dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of Jordan from before you until you were passed over. And the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up from before us until we were gone over. 
And then God says through Jeremiah to the nation that all the people of the earth may know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty that you might fear the Lord your God forever. Those that crossed the Jordan were to declare to future generations God's faithfulness. They were to brag on God. Uh, they were to tell what God had done. He says that others, especially their children, their grandchildren, might know that God is mighty, that God is faithful. Uh, they could tell of the miracle of God's deliverance out of the land of Egypt. Uh, they could tell of the plagues. They could tell of the parting of the Red Sea. Uh, they could tell of God's provision uh, for food and water in the wilderness and how God would lead them by the pillar of cloud and by the pillar of fire. Uh, they could tell how God then would part the Jordan River and God would take them across into Canaan land on dry land. Uh, they could tell of God's gift and God's deliverance of that land into their hands and they could point over and over that God was faithful. And that's the dream and the vision that I want to give us as a church. God has been faithful to Valley Bible Baptist Church. We can tell of miracle after miracle uh, of God's faithfulness to this church and uh, 50 years of God's goodness. Uh, we can see hundreds that have been saved and missionaries that have been literally sent all over the world and preachers that have been called forth from this church. And uh, we got a lot to brag about. We can brag on God uh, that all the people of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty. Uh, we can tell stories of, of God's miraculous provision uh, of this building and uh, debt-free and just God's over and over miracle. And, and uh, many stories can be told of God's faithfulness to us. And we want to give that as a dream and a vision for this coming year that we can brag upon the Lord, but we can look forward to what God has in store for this uh, church in the future. As I look at this psalm, I want to, want to just break down some thoughts that I think have application to us this morning. I see God's faithfulness that is experienced in our lives. And if you're saved this morning, you've experienced the faithfulness of God. You can say God has been good to you. The psalmist of Psalm 89 had personally experienced God's faithfulness on many occasions. In fact, he said in verse number 1, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. And then this psalm then begins to tell of many of God's mercies. It begins to tell of God's faithfulness through the years. If you look in verses 2 and 3, he speaks of God's faithfulness in the heavens. He said, For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness shalt thou establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen, I have sworn to David my servant in verse 3. Verse 5, he said, In the heavens shall praise thy wonders, O Lord, thy faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. What the psalmist is expressing, the very heavens declare the faithfulness of God. Psalm 19 reads, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, night unto night showeth knowledge. God created this entire universe by His power. He simply spoke it into being. And by His power, God holds it all together. Do you realize that every morning as the sun rises, it is declaring the faithfulness of God? 
And every night the stars and the moon speak of God's faithfulness. God has given testimony of His faithfulness in the very heavens that He has created. All of God's creation reminds us of a faithful God. Look in verse number 6. And it reads, For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints, to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee, to all thy faith or to thy faithfulness round about thee? Notice this, thou rulest the raging of the sea. When the waves thereof rise, thou stillest them. Now the storms of life may sometimes cause us to doubt God. And he mentions here the waves that they would rage, but soon God would still the storm and life would continue on. During the earthly ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, the disciples were aboard the boat and the storm would rage and they feared for their very life. But Jesus would speak the words, peace, be still, and the storm, the rage would be calmed. And over and over in our life, there have been the storms that you face, the difficulties that you have gone through, and yet the Lord in his faithfulness has often stilled the storm in your life. Go to verse number 11. In verse number 11, the heavens are thine. He says, the earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness thereof, thou hast founded them. Now God's creation reminds us that God is faithful. Uh, much fear in our world today. I was reading an article sometime back that uh, this particular gentleman had said that our world was going to come to an end in 10 to 25 years. And he said the reason being is because of global warming. And we're about to burn up. And so he declared that this world is coming to an end. Uh, there was another article that I read that said there was going to be an asteroid that would hit the earth. And that uh, this planet, planet would be destroyed. And life as we know it would be destroyed. But God said that as long as the earth exists, there would be day and night and summer and winter and seed time and harvest. And honestly, I, I don't have time to worry about all of those things because I have a faithful God. And all of it is in the hands of God and the very creation declares God's faithfulness. And every morning as the sun rises and the moon comes out and the stars in the sky, it's a testimony of God's faithfulness. God holds it all together. And let us never forget that faithfulness of God. Brother Duane yesterday, he read to me a little article. And he said, you get on a plane and you don't know the pilot, but you trust the pilot to get you where you're going. And you get on a bus and you don't know the driver, but you trust the bus to get you where you're going. And he said, you get on a train and you don't know the conductor, but you trust the train to get you where you're going. Why do we have such a hard time trusting God who made everything? See, God is faithful. And we can depend upon God and trust in the faithfulness of God over and over and over again. The experiences of our life ought to indicate to us that God has been faithful. And God's faithfulness is expressed through the very creation, the very heavens that declare the faithfulness of God. Now as we read on in this psalm, God's faithfulness is expressed furthermore through His promises. 
I want you to look in verse 3, Psalm 89. God gave promises to David. God said, I made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant. Thy seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations, Selah. And when God speaks here of these promises, the seed, he said, thy seed will I establish forever. That points us to his promise of Jesus Christ, the seed of David, the Messiah. Now, around Christmas time, we think about this. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Uh, his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And then we read in that passage of Isaiah, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. And the Bible speaks of that child, the Lord Jesus Christ, that he would rule upon the throne of his father, David, forever and ever. Do you realize that the very birth of the Lord Jesus Christ was a declaration of the faithfulness of God to keep his promises? And we read in the Gospel of Luke, chapter number 1, that the angel came upon Mary or spoke to Mary, and the Holy Ghost came upon her and uh, placed the seed of uh, that child into the womb of Mary. And God brought forth that promised child, that seed of David, according to his faithfulness. God fulfilled his promise. See, God is always faithful to his promise. And then as the angel spoke unto Mary and spoke of that seed, and that seed would be a blessing to all of the world. It was a testimony of God's faithfulness. Now, again, notice in Psalm 89 and verse number 4. He said, thy seed will I establish forever. It goes beyond Jesus Christ. And it goes to the gift of salvation that comes through Christ. I'd like you to skip with me to verse number 15. In Psalm 89, blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. He's speaking of those that are saved, the seed that comes through Christ. In thy name shall they rejoice all the day, and in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. For thou art the glory of their strength, and in thy favor our horns shall be exalted. For the Lord is our defense, and the Holy One of Israel is our King. Then thou spakest in a vision to thy Holy One, and says, I have laid help upon one that is mighty, I have exalted one chosen out of the people. He speaks there again of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that as many as received him, Jesus, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. When we come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, he says that we become a part of that seed. And those promises that God gave to David are the promises that he gives to us. God is faithful always to his promises. There's God's promises to David, the seed. But God's promises to David, the security. Skip with me to verse number 19, Psalm 89. He says, Then thou spakest in a vision to thy Holy One, and says, I have laid help upon one that is mighty. I have exalted one chosen out of the people. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. With whom my hand shall be established, mine arm also shall strengthen him. The enemy shall not exact upon him, nor the son of wickedness afflict him. And I will beat down his foes before his face, and plague them that hate him. But notice this, my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him. And in my name shall his horn be exalted. 
Now, God promised to David, I've given a covenant with you, David, and I will not break that covenant. I will keep that covenant and I will give you a seed. And those that come to know that seed uh, will have the same covenant, the same promise, an everlasting covenant. Now, as you read on in this uh, psalm, go to verse number 28, God acknowledges that David might fail, but God would never fail. In verse number 28, he says, My mercy will I keep for him forevermore. My covenant shall stand fast with him. His seed also will I make to endure forever, and his throne is the days of heaven. If his children forsake my law and walk not in my judgments, if they break my statutes and keep not my commandments, then will I visit their transgressions with the rod, their iniquity with stripes. Nevertheless, my loving kindness will I not utterly take from him, nor suffer my faithfulness to fail. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that is gone out of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness that I will not lie unto David. God acknowledges that David might fail, and he acknowledges his children might fail, but God will never fail. What God is saying here to David is, I will never break my promise. God is saying, I don't lie. I will never break my covenant. Uh, God is saying, I have the power to fulfill that which I promised. I've created the universe by my power. I've given my word to you, David, that I will keep you forever and that your seed will sit upon that throne and I will never break that covenant. God said, I will chasten him. I'll discipline their sin with the rod in verse number 32, but my faithfulness will never fail. Now let me give you a wonderful picture here this morning. Friend, if you're saved, you are secure through Christ. He's given to you through salvation, the gift of, of salvation, the gift of eternal life. It's security for one who's truly saved. Do you realize biblical salvation is eternal? My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Now what the Bible speaks, when we come to Christ as a sinner, we receive that gift, the seed is born in our heart. We receive the gift of eternal life, and we enter into that covenant with God. It's an eternal covenant, and we are secure through the faithfulness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, God uses the rod of discipline, but he never breaks his covenant or his promise. Now, God's faithfulness is experienced in our life. Observation, the heavens reveal his faithfulness. His promise reveals his faithfulness. In Valley Bible Baptist, we've experienced the faithfulness of God. And those who are saved have experienced God's faithfulness through his promises. Now I really want to get to what I'm preaching here this morning. Okay, uh, Here in Psalm 89, God's faithfulness can be pleaded in our present distresses. How many of you have gone through problems? Okay, It's important in the midst of your problems to remember God's faithfulness. In Psalm 89, the psalmist considers the faithfulness of God and his sure promises. and It, it seemed contrary to his current situation. Go with me to verse number 38. And in verse number 38 of Psalm 89, he says, But thou hast cast off and abhorred, thou hast been wroth with thine anointed. 
Thou hast made void the covenant of thy servant, hast profaned his crown by casting it to the ground. Thou hast broken down all the hedges. Thou hast brought his strongholds to ruin. All that passed by the way spoil him. He's a reproach to his neighbors. Thou hast set up the right hand of his adversaries. Thou hast made all of his enemies to rejoice. Thou hast also turned the edge of his sword, hast not made him to stand in the battle. Thou hast made his glory to cease, hast cast his throne to the ground. The days of his youth hast thou shortened. Thou hast covered him with shame. Selah, he says, how long, Lord, wilt thou hide thyself forever? Shall thy wrath burn like fire? And it seemed contrary. As he looked at his current situation, he knew that God is always faithful to his promise. Now, humanly speaking, it didn't seem to be the case. You know, sometimes God's children face difficulties. And it seems that God has failed in his promises. But God never fails. God never neglects his faithfulness, his word. Uh, we may not see it at time. The psalmist said in verse number 46, How long, Lord, wilt thou hide thyself forever? He pleads in verse number 49, Lord, where are thy former loving kindnesses, which thou swearest unto David in thy truth? He said, from my present perspective right now, God, I don't see your faithfulness. God's past faithfulness is a great encouragement to us in present difficulties. And we said celebrating 50 years of God's goodness. God has been good to Valley Bible Baptist Church. It was December the 6th, 1974. A small group of saved, baptized believers uh, sent out of Temple Baptist Church in Santa Fe, New Mexico, covenanted together right here in Española, New Mexico. I've seen the pictures of the old downtown building where they used to meet. They tell me stories about that building falling in upon itself. They tell me stories about being robbed by gangs that were outside uh, that building after evening services and, and difficulties that they faced. And uh, they covenanted together. The goal was to reach Española Valley and ultimately into northern New Mexico. And through the years, that small group of people, God has added, God has blessed, and souls have been saved, and hundreds baptized, families restored. We've seen miracles in, uh, coming to the place of being debt-free, and over 200000 a year given towards missions for the cause of the Lord Jesus Christ. Literally, uh, around the world, the ministry has been able to reach. What can we say? God has been faithful. And yet sometimes in our current distresses, we wonder, Lord, where have you been? Where have your promises? Where's your goodness? It helps us never to forget what God has done in the past. I was speaking just this past week in Arkansas with a pastor. We were in church Wednesday night and I spoke with the pastor afterwards. And he was talking about uh, many of the preachers in his area. They were discouraged and since COVID and the difficulties that they faced and he said a lot of his pastor's friends and different things that they were going through just facing times of discouragement. And I can see that in, across Christianity today as, as a whole. Uh, we're seeing major changes in America today. There's a major shift today from biblical values and the biblical roots of this nation. Strong attacks upon churches and Christianity. It's so important that we remember God's faithfulness in the midst of the difficulty. You see, we don't, we don't know what 24 holds, do we? We don't know where it's going, uh, do we? But one thing we do know is no matter where we go, God is faithful. And God is always good. He's always God. He's always right. He's always faithful. Uh, you may be this morning facing some discouraging times. Uh, perhaps people have failed you and let you down. 
There are people that have disappointed you. Maybe you've disappointed yourself. It seems popular today to become the victim and to claim I'm, I'm a victim of everything. Everybody wants to be the victim. But it's always good to remember God is faithful. He's faithful even when others fail. He's faithful, the Bible says, if we believe not yet, he abideth faithful. He's faithful when situations are difficult. We have a lot to celebrate. Remembering God's past faithfulness helps us to press forward in present distresses. God's faithfulness, we have experienced it, haven't we? And God's faithfulness can be pleaded in present distresses. But now we're going to preach. Here's where I want to go. Look at verse 20. This is so important. God's faithfulness is to be proclaimed to future generations. This is our vision. In Psalm 89, verse 1, what does the psalmist say? I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. Even when you face difficult times, don't forget to sing. I will sing. God is always good. There can always be a song for the saved on your lips. He says in verse number 1, With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. He said, I won't keep it to myself. I must proclaim that God is faithful. I want my children to know. I want my grandchildren to know. I want future generations to know that God always keeps his promises. That God will never give a promise that he will ever break. That what God said, he's able to perform. If God makes a promise, he has the power to fulfill that promise. Many times as men, as women, we give a word, we give a promise, but we don't have the power sometimes to fulfill the word that we've given. Circumstances change. But friend, when God gives a word, God will keep that word, and he has the power to fulfill that word. Celebrating 50 years of God's goodness. There ought to be a grateful heart for the past. Many have sacrificed. Much sacrifice has been given. Most of all, God has been good. God is blessed with a rich history. Uh, may we never forget whence we've come and what God has done. But may God's faithfulness in the past give us a vision for the future. What is the purpose for Valley Bible Baptist Church? We have a message to give to the nations. We have a Savior that is real. We have a God that has been faithful. Uh, to this church, he challenges us to proclaim with my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. We have a message of salvation that is much needed in the world today, needed more than ever before. Jesus Christ is still real. He's still alive. Uh, Jesus is coming back again. And may we, till the end of the ages, be faithful to the message that he's called us to proclaim. Uh, he says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son 
and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. In Mark chapter 16, verse number 15, And he said to them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He said to us in Luke 24, verses 46 through 48, He said to them, as it, Thus it is written, And thus it behoved Christ to suffer, to rise from the dead the third day, that repentance remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem, and ye are witnesses of these things. In John 20, verse number 21, Jesus said to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so send I you. In Acts 1, verse number 8, But ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria, to the uttermost parts of the world. May we never lose that purpose that God has given to us. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness. Our job is to go forth and to brag on Jesus. If you've been saved, you will never have to go to hell. He's forgiven you. You've got a story that you can tell. You can tell of that time as a sinner you were convicted and through faith and repentance you turned to the Lord Jesus Christ and how that seed was planted in your heart. That gift of salvation was received in your life. Proclaim that to next generation. Uh, let your children know how you got saved. The day may come when you die and a funeral has to be uh, given on your behalf. And wouldn't it be a blessing to be able to tell the story of how dad and mom came to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You have a story to tell. Be faithful to that message. If you're saved, uh, it's your calling in life. And may the next generations of God's, uh, uh, may the next generations here at Valley Bible Baptist Church know of God's faithfulness. My prayer is that my children, my grandchildren, and great grandchildren, and future generations, uh, and those that have grown up here in Valley Bible Baptist Church, may they always know that God is faithful, that God is good. Valley Bible Baptist, let us never lose that vision, that mission that God has given to us. Be honest with you, I don't want to just play church. We've got a world that is lost and dying and going to hell. We've got a world that needs Jesus. We've got a world that needs to hear that God is faithful. Friends, heaven is real, hell is real, and our calling to a lost and dying world is real. We have a message to give. And I want to present that God has been faithful, celebrating 50 years of God's goodness. But that 50 years of God's goodness needs to remind us to proclaim the message for future generations. I want to close by having us go to the book of Joshua, chapter 4. I started here earlier this morning. Joshua, chapter 4. As we mentioned, the children of Israel are just about to cross the Jordan, or they have crossed the Jordan. And uh, they've come to the other side. We're about to cross 2023 into 2024. I want to pick up here at verse number 19. And the people came up out of the Jordan on the 10th day of the first month and encamped in Gilgal, in the east border of Jericho. And those 12 stones which they took out of Jordan did Joshua pitch in Gilgal. And he spake unto the children of Israel, saying, When your children shall ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean these stones? Then ye shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over this Jordan on dry land 
For the Lord your God dried up the waters of Jordan from before you until you were passed over as the Lord your God did the Red Sea which he dried up from before us until we were gone over. Notice this, that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that you might fear the Lord your God forever. We're about to cross 2023 to the other side, 2024. Let us take up the stones as reminders of God's faithfulness. Valley Bible Baptist Church, we've got some stones of God's faithfulness to remind us. You've got some in your own life. Are you saved? You're saved. God will never break his covenant with you. He's given to you eternal life. You will find he is faithful. Has God answered prayers? Has he provided for you? Has he protected you? He's been faithful. When you face difficulties, remember that God has always been good. He's always been faithful. He will never fail. You have a message to declare, declare God's faithfulness that all the people of the earth might know that God is mighty. I don't know of a soul that the Lord won't save if that soul is willing to come to Jesus. I don't know of somebody that is so far gone, but what God can't change a life as there's humility before the Lord. I don't know of an addiction that God can't deliver from. I don't know of a home that God can't put together or a wayward child that God can't deliver. I don't know of a situation that's too big for God. My God is able. And let us never forget the faithfulness of God. I'd like for a moment, every head bowed.